1430 and Talk 96.7 present Ask the Preacher with your host, Jonathan Freed. This is a call-in talk show where you can have your Bible questions answered. And it's sponsored by Believer's Fellowship Church. Believer's Fellowship Church is located in North Lakeland on North Socrum Loop Road. Lately, recently, I, uh, I went to the dentist to uh, get an estimate on getting some work done. And when I did that, I, uh, uh, I expected it to be, oh, pretty expensive. You know, when you go to the dentist, what happens... Uh, it's expensive. And so I, um, uh, I got an estimate of around $1,500 to get some work done in my teeth. And as I was uh, considering that, uh, the lady said, you want to make an appointment? And I said, no. I said, I need to, I need to consider my financial situation. And, and then immediately she reached for a little brochure and, uh, she pulled it out and handed it, started to hand it to me. And, uh, it was another opportunity in a series of opportunities in the little over six decades that I've been on the earth to go in debt once again. And I said, you know what? No, thank you. I'm uh, not interested. I said, if, uh, if I can't believe God for the cash, I'll just wait until I have the money. I'm not going into debt. And, you know, I, uh, it just, well, it irritated me because everywhere I turn after being away for about 25 years, I'd come back and forth, you know, uh, to, to itinerate and, and, and minister in supporting churches and then back on the field again. But everywhere I turn, it's like, uh, hey, uh, just, uh, just go into debt. Just, uh, you know, if you can make the payment, you know, it's, it'll be okay. And uh, I'm here to tell you, it's not okay. Uh, there are people hurting uh, in this world uh, because, of, because of debt and because of, of what they think that they can afford. Uh, when, in essence, they can't afford it. And, you know, one of the number one causes of divorce today are, is financial stress, is financial difficulty. Um, I can just go on and on. The, the pain that I've experienced in my own life in this area, in the area of debt and going into debt, is, uh, it's substantial. And um, I finally got to the point where I just had to get angry about it. I really just had to say, enough. I'm not doing this anymore, you know, and I had a credit card and I ran it up to $21,000. And then I did, I said, I can't do this anymore because it was maxed out, you know? And so I decided to believe God and pay it off. So guess what? I did, I did pay it off, you know? And then, you know what happened? I went right back into debt again, went back into debt to the tune of to $18,000 on the credit card. And then, uh, you know what I did? Well, I believe God and I paid that off. And then, uh, sure enough, the third time, yes, if you're, if you're, I hope you're listening, the third time I go in uh, to debt, oh, this time about in $19,500. That credit card company saw me coming, and I finally put my foot down, and I said, you know, I've got to stop this, you know, and then I put my foot down and paid it off again. No, I did not. I did not believe in filing bankruptcy, and I I don't judge folks that do do that, you know. But for me, I signed my name on the dotted line, and I said, I'm not doing this. I'm not. I'm, I'm gonna. If I took it out, I'm gonna pay it back. 
And, you know, I discovered something, and I, I want to I, I share that discovery with you uh, by sharing a scripture with you out of Luke chapter 8, verse, starting in verse 22. And it says, And it came to pass on a certain day that he went into a ship with his disciples, and he said unto them, Let us go over to the other side of the lake. And they launched forth. And uh, by, by, but as they sailed, he fell asleep, and there came down a storm of wind of the lake, and they were filled with water, and they were in jeopardy. And then uh, they came to him, and he said, Master, Master, we perish. And he arose, and he rebuked the wind and the raging water, and they ceased, and there was calm. And he said unto them, Where is your faith? And they were afraid and wondered, saying to one another, What manner of man is he that he cometh even to the winds and the water? And they obey him. Where is your faith? I don't believe it was a rebuke. Uh, I believe that we're talking about location. Jesus is asking his disciples, and he's asking you and me today, where is the location of your faith? And I tell you, I think that's an important thing to ask yourself. This is what I had to ask myself about debt and about going into debt. Was the location of my faith in the payment or is the location of my faith to believe God for the cash and then pay cash for things? And I want to challenge you to believe God and pay cash, to, to you know, at exercise some delayed gratification. Yeah, that's almost a cuss phrase, not a cuss word. It's a cuss phrase in today's world where I think so many people are living above their means, you know, and they just think that they can, they can just do and, and, and spend and go in debt. And as long as they can make the payment, it's okay. And I don't believe that's the right way to do your finances. And I know Dave Ramsey would agree with me uh, if he's listening. <laughs> I, I sure have been doing a lot of listening to him. But we're, it's time for a break, and uh, we'll come back. We'll keep talking about get out of debt, stay out of debt. Welcome back to Ask the Preacher, a call-in talk show where you can have your Bible questions answered with Jonathan Freed. This program is sponsored by Believer's Fellowship Church. And I'm not Pastor Jonathan Freed. My name is Randy Eplin, and I'm uh, filling in for Pastor John. And uh, I know he'd want me to tell you that he would love, he would love for me to invite you to church, and I'm going to do the same thing. Uh, if you're looking for a good church, you know, I want you to consider yourself invited uh, by someone who's been a part of Believer's Fellowship, oh, since 1985 when I moved to Lakeland. And then before that, in 1981, I first visited the church when it was at the Tuesday Music Club. And I just want you to consider yourself warmly invited by me. And so, yeah, come join us 10 o'clock on Sunday morning and Wednesday night at 7 p.m. Hey, we're talking about where is your faith there in Luke chapter 8, um, starting in verse 22 and moving through verse 25. And we're talking about debt, talking about, well, we're talking about life, talking about peace. You know, this concept of the idea that uh, there's such a thing as good debt and bad debt and what you want is good debt. How about this, everybody? How about let's just have no debt at all? How about that? Uh, this idea of good debt, uh, to me, is a misnomer. You know, there's people that say, well, I, I got good debt because I got zero APR, zero percent. And I always ask people, well, you know, if you, uh, if you stop making your payment 
uh, on your car at 0% APR, what would happen? Well, they'd come and get your car. And you couldn't say, well, I'm, I've got zero APR. Well, you're still in debt. And, uh, you know, the word teaches us this, the servant is, uh, is the slave uh, to the lender. And see, the Bible also says to owe no man anything but for to love one another. And see, one of the things that I think that, uh, that, that Jesus has paid the price for in our lives is peace. He wants us to, to have peace. The Bible teaches that, that Jesus is the prince of peace. And God wants us to have peace in our financial life. And uh, having peace in our financial life is possible. Uh, did you know that it's possible for you to live a life free uh, from uh, the clutches of debt? Uh, it, it's, it's, it's available to you to be able to believe God to save up money and buy a car for cash. That it's, it's, it's believable for you to not have to go to the arm of the flesh and use a credit card to make purchases. I, I, well, I know what you're thinking. You're thinking the same thing I did. You think, well, it's impossible. I can't do that. Uh, I've made payments all my life. I can't, I can't do this. You can do this. And I do want to plug uh, uh, Dave Ramsey for a minute because uh, he's, he's helped me more than anybody has ever helped me. You know, tune in to him at Ramsey Solutions there, and he's not asking me to do this. It's like I'm just a beggar fine, fine, who's helping another, uh, telling another beggar where they found bread. But we're looking here in location of faith. And I, what I'm challenging you to do is locate your faith and don't put it on a pay, making a payment. Put it on paying cash. You know, um, let this be your goal. Let the goal be dare to believe God in your life. Um, Jesus said, let us go over to the other side of the lake in Luke chapter 8. Then he fell asleep. I think he fell asleep because he just believed in his words. Jesus was sleepy when the waves hit. Middle of the storm, the, this man is at rest. He wasn't panicking and pacing and going crazy. His faith was in his words. So then the disciples, they finally, they wake him up, you know, and, and, and then Jesus rebukes the wind and the waves. Uh, now, did Jesus rebuke the wind and the waves so that they could get to the other side? I don't believe so. I think he rebuked it because his disciples couldn't stand the sight of it. But they still didn't get it because uh, the rest of verse 25, it says, what manner of man is this, they said, his disciples, that, that, that he can rebuke the wind and the waves. The disciples were so amazed that they missed the whole point of what he was saying. Jesus here is saying, where have you placed your faith? Or look at it this way, locate your faith because where your faith is, that is where you're going to get results. And see, when you begin to believe God uh, to get out of debt and, in, and to owe no man anything, that's where you place your faith. You put your faith out there to believe God for that. And what happens is your behavior begins to change. Uh, you begin to stop buying things that you shouldn't buy. You know, you, you stop going to five, five bucks, I mean Starbucks, you know, you, st you uh, make a coffee at home. You make changes in your behavior because, you know, it's been said that uh, um, financial decisions are, are really 20% uh, knowledge and 80% behavior. And what happens is, you know, when, when I was coming up, you know, it was, it was just people were like, you know what? Um, you need a, a credit card for an emergency. You put, your, you put your emergencies on a credit card and then pay it back later. And so 
Uh, there, there's a, I was taught that indirectly all around me, you know, and so yeah, I felt very happy that I had a credit card with with a with a limit of fifteen thousand dollars on it, and that was good. I tell you, you know what's better? You know what you need to put your faith on? Can I challenge you? Is instead of a fifteen thousand dollar limit credit card, put have a fifteen thousand dollar savings account uh, that is an emergency account for you, an account for you, so that. Um, it, it, when, not if, but when you have an emergency, you have the money to be able to take care of that emergency. And you become your own underwriter uh, in your own life. And, you know, the Bible teaches us to have a storehouse and to put things away for a rainy day. Uh, rainy days happen to all of us. And now we, do we like rainy days? No. Uh, but you know what? Having a three to six months of expenses set aside in an emergency account account. Um, my goodness, it changes things, doesn't it? It's, and, and then you're always putting money in that account. And you're like, well, well, Pastor Randy, there's no way I can do that. There's no way that I can um, put money aside like that. Um, let me ask you, what Jesus asked, where is the location of your faith? Um, if you decide to begin to believe God in this way, do you not think that God will honor that and honor uh, what you're believing him for and help you uh, to, to fill, I call them barrels, to fill those barrels in your life, to put $1,000 in an emergency fund to start and then, put, uh, and, then, and then begin to tackle your credit cards from smallest payment to largest, regardless of the, uh, of the percentage rate, and then after that to build up a three- to six-month emergency fund? Will God not honor you in doing that? See, I believe he will. Uh, I believe he does. He's done that for millions of people, uh, that they've decided to change the location of their believing. And I, I want to ask you today, where is your, where's your faith located? You know, so sometimes you look at situations and we think that it's a faith problem, and it's not a faith problem. They say, well, I can't believe. And yeah, I, I listen, you had to believe to get born again. You had to believe to get saved. The Bible says in Ephesians 2, 8 and 9, for by grace are you saved through faith. So when you get saved, you prove that you have faith. Romans 12, 3 says we're all dealt. We all have a measure of faith. And so I've just proved to you scripturally that you can believe God in any situation. And actually, you are believing God in your situation right now, in every situation. So you have to ask yourself a question. And that question is, um, yeah, how, how, are you, how are you exercising that faith? What are, your, what are you putting your faith in? Sometimes our believing, our faith is misplaced, and we're believing God in the wrong areas. We're believing God in areas where um, it's negative in our life. Uh, and see, God does not want us to, to live our lives in fear. He does not want us to, to be afraid. He wants us to have the God kind of faith as it, as it is taught in God's word. And so I challenge you to locate your faith and believe God. You know, if I were to ask you a question, if I were to say, hey, um, what do you believe in God for? What, how would you answer that question? What are you believing the Lord for in your life? And um, 
I think a lot of times some people are so discouraged and so frustrated with their life, they just say nothing, you know? They're just disgusted. They don't make enough money, you know? They don't, they don't you know, I, I've met a lot of people in this world. I don't think I've ever met anybody that didn't want to make more money than they're already making. I, I, I mean, I do. I mean, I think that, uh, you know, frustration mounts, you know, and we just, we, we just get, get to thinking that, well, this is, this is the, these are the cards that I've been dealt, and there's nothing that's going to change in my life. And see, that is a lie, and I'll just tell you, that is a lie uh, from the pit and I'm here to come against that lie with you, that you can believe God, you can exercise your faith, and you can begin to tackle different areas of your life and, and, and that, that are not lining up the way you want them to. And uh, this is an encouraging radio hour here at Ask the Preacher, because I believe that with God, all things are possible. You're like, you're like really? Re- really, Pastor Randy? You really, you really think that's true? I know it's true. You know, I know it's true because his word says it's true. And, uh, you know, if we, if we got God's word on the situation, then we don't need anything else. You hear what I'm saying? You know, we need to be- believe God in our life, in our situation. We need to know that we are believing, but let's, let's believe positively for good things to happen in our lives. You're listening to Ask the Preacher, and we'll be right back. You're listening to Ask the Preacher with Jonathan Freed, a call-in talk show where you can have your Bible questions answered. It's sponsored by Believers Fellowship Church. And welcome to this segment of the broadcast, Ask the Preacher. And if you'll notice, I am not Pastor John, and uh, my name is Randy Eplin, and uh, Pastor John invited me to come in and as a guest today, and I'm happy to be here. And we, let's just get back into it. We're in Luke chapter 8. Uh, we're looking at the passage where Jesus says to his disciples, where's your faith? When he said in verse 22, let us now go over in the other side of the lake. We've been talking about this question of where is your faith? And we've been talking about it in relation to our finances, in relation to uh, whether or not you're in debt or not and believe in God. We've talked about believing God for an emergency fund of $1,000, believing God to pay off all your credit cards, believing God for an emergency fund of three to six months. And then, you know, I want to challenge you to believe God to pay your house off, you know, to where you become mortgage-free, no mortgage. What would that be like in your life if you didn't have a mortgage? You know, you think about that. First, probably a lot of people like me, I just thought it was impossible. Like, there's no way I can do that and do everything else I need to do and take care of my kids and, you know, put money away for this and do that and do all the things that I need to do. But, you know, we do believe, don't we, as Christians, that with God, all things are possible. And I believe it has to do with the location of your faith and what you're believing God for. And maybe you're just now challenged with the idea that that is possible for you to be debt-free, for you to owe no man anything but for to love one another. Imagine that. So what's the solution? Well, I believe the solution is to find out where your faith is. Is your faith in your feelings? The disciples felt something too. And Jesus said, where's your faith? 
He, Jesus already said, we're going to the other side. Uh, the symptoms didn't change anything, nor did the circumstances change anything. You see, the situation doesn't change the Word of God. But if you'll put faith in the Word of God, your, the Word will change your situation. So where is your faith? Well, you just don't know about my feelings, Pastor Randy. You don't know about my situation. You don't know how impossible it is. You know, you're right. Uh, that's true. I don't know your situation. Uh, I, I don't know how impossible it is. But you know what I do know? I know my God. And I know that with God, all things are possible. You know, look at what the disciples had to look, look at here in Luke 8, starting in, in chapter 8, verse 22. They saw the winds getting bigger, the waves getting higher. They were already in jeopardy. They were in fear for their lives. They thought that the boat was going to go under with no life jackets in those days. <laughs> and, and then Jesus asked them, where's your faith? Uh, is it in what you see or is it in what you, what, uh, or in what I say? See, we need to watch where we place our faith and we need to move it. I, I look at it this way. You need to move it to where you believe, uh, where, where you can exercise your faith in God to do the impossible in your life. You know, we're talking a lot about finances today. We could be talking about healing today, but I just really felt led to talk about our finances because it touches everybody. It touches us all. Look, I started this segment, uh, this broadcast here today, just after five o'clock sharing that as you look around, you can see that our whole world is based upon debt. It's based upon immediate gratification. It's based upon the bigger, brighter, shinier items uh, that, hey, I like to, I like cars, I like watches, I like, I like shoe, I like all of it, you know, but let's pay cash for it. You know, let's not, let's not go to the arm of the flesh. Let's delay gratification, fill our barrels, and then, and then live off of the overflow in our lives. And you, you might be saying, well, that's, a, that's the first time I've ever heard anybody say that. Well, write it down and begin to believe God. Begin to see that you could actually have a different uh, kind of life, a life that's peaceful, a life where you're not sweating in the middle of the night because you don't know how you're gonna, you don't know how you're gonna pay this or do that. And that was me uh, many years ago, I, and that was me, you know, using good debt, which we already talked about. There, I don't believe there's any uh, any such thing as good debt. Um, you say, well, good debt's the kind of debt that you can. You're making money off of your debt. You're making money off your money. Uh, and, and what I always say is what happens when the bank just calls the note? Then what do you do? And I, I, I tell you, I, it's better, I believe, to be debt-free. Uh, I, it's better not to owe anyone anything like the Bible says. <laughs> you know, we have to, we, we have to be, ch I challenge you. I challenge you in what you believe. So I'll ask you again, where's your faith? Is your faith in making the payment or is your faith in paying cash for everything uh, that you need in this life? You know, when we talk about exercising our faith, you know, I can't help but go to second Peter uh, chapter one. If we look in verse three, it says, according as his divine power has given unto us all things that pertain unto life and godliness, through the knowledge of him that hath called us to glory and virtue. 
if you think about that, one of the things that we shouldn't do is compare ourselves one to another. You see somebody driving a fancy car and, and you like what they, you like what they have and you, you're like, wow, I wish I had that. You know, you know what I want you to do? I want you to think about what it is that you would like to have, because Jesus says here through his word, he said that he'll give us all things that pertain to life and godliness. Now, what pertains to life and godliness for you? Maybe it's a ranch and a pickup truck. Well, maybe it's a, maybe it's a condo, you know, and a, and a late model Mercedes. I, you know what? That's up to you. That's really between you and God. The thing that I always challenge people to do is figure that out. Figure out what pertains to life and godliness for you. You know, because wherever you place your faith, that's where I believe that you'll get results. And I, I don't judge people for what they have. You know, some people love, I don't know, they like exotic flowers and plants. Some people love horses, and so they have a horse ranch. Some people love sailing, and so they have a sailboat. Uh, so I, I, whatever pertains to life and godliness, that's what, that's what uh, God is interested in in your life. And see, that's personal, and that's our God. He's really good, and he loves us, and he loves you, you know? And so stop comparing yourself one to another. The Bible says don't, don't compare. Say, well, he's got this, and I just have that. My neighbor has this, but I don't—you I, I, know what? That, that's a dead-end street, and you'll end up frustrated, and you'll just want to spit nails. Don't do it. Instead, find out what pertains to life and godliness for you. You know, what does George want or what does Sally desire in their life? And, you know, and I know I'm talking about personal desires right now. And, and it's okay. You know, the Bible teaches in, in Timothy that God giveth us richly all things to enjoy. God wants us to enjoy our lives. He wants us to be happy. And he wants us to, he, he, he wants us to go to him. You know, the word says in James 4, 2, we have not because we ask not. You know, and I'm, I'm challenging you to locate your faith and then believe God for the cash to buy what you would like to buy in your life. Uh, don't go to the arm of the flesh. Do not go into debt. Hmm. Have I made that abundantly clear? You know, it's really interesting, you know, cutting up a credit card, what that feels like. I think for some people... Of cut, cutting up a credit card is very scary. Uh, it was scary for me. That was my that was my go to card. Remember what I said in an earlier segment that that um, financial financial stewardship is is really twenty percent knowledge and eighty percent behavior. It's like uh, what has to happen for us to change is our behavior changes. And so instead of going to the credit card, we go to our emergency fund. And we go to our bank account, and then we have we have the money. We have three to six months of of savings saved up, so that when we get when remember I said when I said that in an earlier segment too. Not if, but when there's an emergency, we have uh, the finances to take care of it. And then we're constantly, and then we we continue to believe God, and we put that money back, and we keep going in our financial lives. And so, uh, are you encouraged? Are you encouraged? You know, Mark eleven twenty four. when you pray, it says. It says, when you pray, the, the just shall live by faith, the Bible says, three different times throughout the word. 
It's a lifestyle as we believe God. But find out where is the location of what you're believing. In some cases, it's nowhere. Find out where it is. Welcome back to Ask the Preacher, a call-in talk show where you can have your Bible questions answered with Jonathan Freed. This program is sponsored by Believer's Fellowship Church. And thank you for listening to Ask the Preacher. Uh, Pastor Jonathan is not here today, and uh, he asked me as his, to be his guest today, and my name is Randy Eplin. Uh, I've been an overseas minister for uh, all 25 years, and i uh, um, been, been a part of Believer's Fellowship my entire adult life. If you're looking for a good church, um, I'd like to invite you uh, sincerely uh, to give it a try. Uh, and, uh, you know, I really want to invite you. 5240 North Socrum Loop Road, right here in Lakeland, Florida. 10 o'clock service on Sunday morning, 7 o'clock uh, Wednesday night. I'd love to bump into you there. And so, hey, we're talking about uh, where is your faith here in, in, this, uh, in this hour? And we were looking at Luke uh, chapter 8, looking at verses 22 through like 25, uh, where Jesus asked his disciples. He didn't rebuke them. He was asking them about the location of their faith when they woke him up from because there was a storm. You know, and we've been talking a lot about debt. We've been talking a lot about um, believe in God uh, uh, when things are, when things get difficult, what, what do we do? And, um, you know, the Bible, I believe, teaches us to have a storehouse for us to, to put money aside. And then when things happen, we have the cash to take care of the things that happen in our lives. It's when we don't follow what the Bible teaches, I believe that it gets us into trouble. And the Bible says to owe no man anything but for to love one another. We're not supposed to owe people anything but for to love and to walk in love toward others. And so my question to you continues to be, where is your faith? You know, and I'm, I'm in uh, Mark chapter 9 now, and I got a particular scripture that I want to share with you in verse 23, where Jesus says unto them, if thou canst believe, all things are possible to him that believeth. So the question that ends up becoming what do you believe in your life? You know, do you believe that you're just going to make payments all your life? Do you believe that, you know, well, I can afford payments, so I'll just make payments. I'm going to make a car payment all my life, and therefore, that's just the way it is. You know, and I, I'm going to believe God for uh, more money so I can make more car payment. You see, I, I, you know, you can believe that way if you want to. And I've heard people teach that that it's okay. As long as you can afford it, uh, then uh, go ahead, man. Go, go into debt. Go, you know, $35,000, dollars $65,000 in debt for a vehicle. That is a depreciating item, by the way, and that, that you will pay uh, two to three times more than the car's worth through the length of a, a loan. They're doing loans now for five, six, seven years now on cars. And, uh, there's some things I think in the financial world, may I be honest, that I think should be against the law, that I don't know how uh, we have products out there in the market that just, that just really uh, uh, just hurt people. It caused people a lot of pain. 
And, uh, you know, it should just be against the law. But, you know, here's my question for you. My question is, can you believe? Can you believe to pay cash instead of using your credit card when you have an emergency or when you just want to go out to eat or if you want to do something? You know, so, so the question, I've thrown a lot of questions at you here in this hour. Where's your faith? You know, well, I'm believing. I'm believing God. Maybe you're stirred up in this hour and you've made a list. And I encourage you uh, to make a list. Uh, but, you know, I want to fine-tune this a little bit uh, because uh, when we do this, instead of being general with our faith, we can get very specific uh, with uh, different things that we're believing God for. And then, when we, and then we can allow God to move in our lives and watch him do uh, amazing things <laughs> in our lives. You know, the best part is that we can locate ourselves. One of the ways that you can locate yourself is by what you say, you know, because what you say is what eventually you're going to get in your life. You know, we can, we can talk to each other. We can have a great report, but when you get off by yourself um, and, and you think, dear God, what am I going to do? See, what happens uh, is you never know what's on the inside of you until there's pressure on the outside of, on the outside of you. And that's when you find out when you get poked and you get prodded uh, that, that that's where your faith, that's where your faith really is. That's where my faith really is when the pressures of life come. And so we have to ask ourselves, you know, in terms of where our faith is, um, this isn't condemnation. See, I want to tell you something. The best news about all of this today is I, I believe that we serve a sovereign God. And I believe that if we follow his precepts and we do what the Bible teaches us to do, that his will is for us to, be, to live blessed lives. Uh, I, I really believe that. And uh, I, I know that not everybody does. Uh, but when I look in the scriptures, I see a good God and I see a good God that's ready to help his people, that's ready to encourage his people. Uh, and so it is my heart's desire that you do not feel condemned today, but you feel encouraged and energized in your life uh, to believe God. Um, it's not... It's not condemnation to find out where you are in your faith. What you got to do and what I have to do, what we have to do is continue to build it, continue to believe. So then when we get squeezed by the challenges of life, the word of God comes out, you know, and when you say, you know what, all things are possible to him that believe. And I believe, I believe God <clears throat> in Mark chapter five, uh, said, if you'll come and lay hands on her, she will live. You know, it's not just what he believed. It, it, it's what she believed too. His faith was in Jesus's hands. Fear not, <coughs> Jesus said, only believe. Believe what? Believe what you already believe in your life. <coughs> just because your situation changes does not mean that your faith changes. We need to continue to believe God regardless of where we are, regardless of the circumstances. One of the things that I encourage people to do is I encourage people to, uh, to worship God. <coughs> Excuse me. I encourage people to worship God. You know, if you look at the woman with the issue of blood there in Mark 5, 25, 
It says, if I may but touch his clothes, I'll be made whole. And Jairus said, if, I, if he'll lay hands on her, she'll be well. She got exactly what she said. Faith was in the hands. Faith was in the garment. You see, I mean, where's your faith? Are you believing God? I'm so thankful for this message. You know, because, I mean, without it, I, I wouldn't be anywhere uh, when it comes to believing God. I would just simply be lost. You know, and it's like we need to be encouraged uh, to believe God and to exercise our faith. And I'm not talking about some frivolous idea here so that you can have a lot of stuff. I'm talking about a way that you can live and where God blesses you. And then when, when, when he adds to you, not, see, here it is, not if he adds to you, God will add to you in your life. I believe it's a sovereign will for him to do that. For him to do that for you and for me. You know, the, the question is, what are you going to do with it? How are you going to manage it? How are you going to, uh, what kind of steward are you going to be uh, with, with the things that God has entrusted you with? Are you, are you going to be uh, the kind of steward that, that just lives high on the hog? That, that just spends every last bit of what is made? Or are you going to be uh, the kind of person that, that is actually faithful with what God has and faithful with what uh, he's blessed you with. Yeah, I want to encourage you tonight. I, uh, and I want to encourage you into the weekend. You know, we've started. We've talked about here today in, in uh, Luke 8, 22, where Jesus said, let us go over to the other side of the lake. And they launched forth. And uh, I've got in my notes here, underline your Bible, underline it. Because he says in verse 25 with the disciples, after they woke him up and he, he basically rebuked the winds and the waves, he said, where's your faith at? Come on, I already said that we're going over to the other side. Um, be encouraged today. Be encouraged to believe God in your finances. Be encouraged to live a life of, uh, uh, of a debt-free existence in your life to where you are absolutely free uh, from, from all debt, from all things. You know, I'll just go over it again. You know, you want to put a thousand dollars aside in an emergency account. You want to then pay off all of your credit cards, you know, from smallest payment to largest snowball, debt snowball. And then you want to put three to six months of expenses in uh, your checking account or a savings account, you know, and that's how that's, that's the first three steps to get started on your road uh, to living a debt-free life. I think, I think that um, once you experience that, you realize that uh, the, the peace of God and, and what happens to you when you live this, uh, a life like this, that it is such a blessing. It is such a blessing that uh, you just won't know what to do. Hey, thank you for listening today. My name is Randy Eplin, uh, out of Believers Fellowship. Love to see you in church. 5240 North Circle Loop Road on Sundays at 10 o'clock, Wednesday night at 7. Thank you very much for listening and have a great weekend.